0: Please tell me that I am not the only person here, I won't ask you to raise your hands, who still has various Christmas debris scattered around my house. Decorations that maybe didn't quite make it back into their bins or bins that you haven't even gotten out yet to clean up Christmas. Gifts that haven't quite found their proper home yet. Taylor Swift says that we can leave the Christmas lights up until January, but in our house we just leave the ones on our deck up all year long and we don't turn them on because. That's a lot easier. I always tell myself that Christmas is a season and it doesn't end until Epiphany on January 6th. And because of that, it is completely fine to not even begin to think about cleaning anything up until the whole season of Christmas is over, right? Thank you. Those of us who maybe are a little bit slow to close out the season can also take comfort in our sacred stories. After all, in some traditions, the Magi weren't said to have visited Jesus until he was about two years old. Now that is a really long time between Christmas and Epiphany. It's much longer than the 12 days that we typically celebrate. Regardless of how long it may have taken Mary and Joseph to take down their Christmas lights, the story of Christmas isn't quite complete without the stories of Epiphany. The story of the Magi highlights what is at stake here And it sets the stage for the power struggle between the ways of empire and the ways of love, which is the foundational story of Jesus's life. Without the story of the Magi, we are missing the global implications of Christ's birth. They come from afar and that reminds us of the widening of this story that will encompass life far outside of Bethlehem. And without the Magi, we might forget about the fearful evil that creeps around the infant's manger. But when we hear Herod's words, go and search diligently for the child, we suddenly start to feel a little bit worried about the sweet baby who's in the manger. Without the Magi, we would also be missing a key component to our Christmas celebrations, which is the practice of doing what? Sharing gifts with each other. That's why we do that on Christmas, because the Magi brought gifts to the baby Jesus. Now, in our traditions, our gifts might be small, they might be large, they might be handmade or store-bought, they might be silly or serious or delightful or interesting or beautiful or useful or all of the above. I always say that the absolute best gifts are the ones that you open and you think, I didn't even know I wanted this, but I absolutely do. Right? Those are the best gifts. Those gifts are the ones that show that the giver has really paid attention to you and has really seen you. And that of course is the best gift of all, to be seen and known and appreciated and loved. And then we have um, some of our more ridiculous, goofy gift giving practices. White elephant gift exchanges are one of my very favorite. One person's trash becomes another person's treasure or maybe just something to inspire a good belly laugh. Our youth group had a white elephant exchange this year and I highly recommend if you see any of the teens around at coffee hour, someday you should ask them about the gifts that were exchanged because there were some really interesting ones. I love the gift that I got, which is a journal. I don't know if you can read it, but it says, white elephant gift under $10. Which was the instruction was to bring a white elephant gift under $10. (coughs) The Manhattan, excuse me, (coughs) Manhattan Ministerial Association that I'm a part of always has a white elephant gift exchange and this year I walked away with this little guy. (laughs) Aren't you jealous? Like this is pretty great, right? It's a great stress reliever for my desk and it's a lovely reminder of all of the colleagues that I treasure. And when I was at that exchange, we were all also asked to share one of our favorite Christmas songs with each other. And I picked this lovely John Bell piece, which is called, Who Would Think That What Was Needed? It's not a really super familiar Christmas song, so you might not know it, but these are the words. Who would think that what was needed to transform and save the earth, might not be a plan or army proud in purpose, proved in worth. Who would think, despite derision, that a child would lead the way? God surprises earth with heaven coming here on Christmas day. And I love this sweet little song because it brings our attention to the joy of God's surprising gifts And that is also at the heart of our Epiphany stories. The Magi were some of the least expected characters to come and present the baby Jesus with gifts, of course. But we also have the other two traditional stories of Epiphany, the wedding at Cana, and the baptism of Christ. And they're also both surprising kind of stories. The story of Jesus turning water into wine we're gonna have to save for another time but I'm fairly certain that everyone at that wedding was quite surprised when that happened. And Jesus's baptism, which we just heard, is also full of these spirit surprises. First surprise, I think, is that Jesus would need to be baptized at all. People have been kind of shaking their heads about that one for a very long time. Second, The surprise that John names, the surprise that John would be the one baptizing Jesus when he said, this should really be the other way around, don't you think? And then the third surprise, of course, the surprise of the heavens opening, a dove descending, and a voice proclaiming, you are my child, the beloved, with you I am well pleased. It turns out that gift giving during this season isn't just about carefully wrapped presents under our trees or really cool presents like these that we get. It's also, I think, about opening ourselves to receive gifts from the Spirit in all their many and varied forms. We are invited in this season to remember our own baptisms, those of us who have been baptized, to remember the good news that like Christ, we are all God's children, God's beloved, and that with us, God is well pleased. And if you haven't yet received that gift, and you'd like to be baptized sometime in the future, or even today, please let me know, because we would love to be a part of that sacrament with you. Epiphany also encourages us to remember the unexpected ways that God surprises earth with heaven. Arriving alongside the Magi from another land, some of the last people most people would have ever expected to have found at the manger. The Magi are remembered for the gifts that they shared, but we would also be wise to remember the great gifts that God gave them for their ministry. God gave them the gift of wisdom, of listening with an open heart and mind. God gave the Magi the gift of incredible courage because they were putting their own lives on the line for the sake of this young stranger as they defied Herod's orders to protect Jesus. So this epiphany, as you pack up your Christmas ornaments and as you find room for the new gifts in your home, I want to invite all of us to follow the lead of Jesus and John and the Magi. Can we open ourselves to receive the good gifts that God wants to give us in the coming year? Can we listen for the movement of the surprising spirit as she bestows gifts that may surprise us or even shock us? Later in the service, we're gonna have the opportunity to receive our star words for 2024. You might not know about this custom because it's a relatively new tradition in churches. It is a way of opening ourselves to receive God's surprising gifts each year. So I'll pass around some baskets here in the sanctuary and we'll have a way for those of you on Zoom to use a website to pick your words. You'll choose a word at random, no like going through looking for the word that you really think you'd like to have. You just choose one at random. It might be a word that makes you smile. It might be a word that makes you groan. It might be a word that immediately makes sense to you or a word that doesn't make sense at all. It might be a word you need to look up in the dictionary You are invited to carry this word with you into 2024. Perhaps you'll use it as a focus word for your prayers this year. Maybe you'll meditate on it and create art with it. Perhaps you'll journal about why you love the word or even why you hate the word. Maybe you don't know what to do with it, so you'll just hold on to it or tuck it away and maintain a posture of openness to the movement of the spirit this year. The season of giving and receiving gifts doesn't end with the 12th day of Christmas. So let us go into this new year ready to receive the gifts that the Spirit bestows on each of us. May it be so.